0: Today I'm joined by Alex Ruder of our down tempo atmospheric and ambient music show, Pacific Notions. Hi, Alex.
1: Hello, Emily.
0: So I want to say, first off, it is great to have you on the show because I feel like we are sort of like ships passing in the morning in a way. Like both of our shows started around the same time, like 2018, 2019. Sound and Vision started a few months after Pacific Notions launched and you filled in for the Sound and Vision's time slot for a little while. Pacific Notions airs Sunday mornings from 6 to 9 a.m. and Sound and Vision airs Saturdays mornings from 7.30 to 9 a.m. So I feel like we're kind of like... I don't know, we're like neighbors in a way. So it's 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 uh really nice to have you here. So thanks yeah. for being here. <laughs> yeah, we've
1: got that early, early weekend morning audience yeah, waking exactly. up early on on those days off. So
0: Yeah. So you have brought three songs to talk about for Living Singles. What's the first one you want to talk about?
1: It's an older track, which I think is unique because I am so focused on new music. I am such a such a such a geek for getting to share brand new songs that have just come out or are coming out soon. But sometimes there's older tracks that cross my path that are just perfect for the show and they're just absolutely beautiful. And they kind of have this timeless sound that you can't really tell when it came out, to be honest. And so the first track is, uh, is a song from 1979 by a Swedish artist named Thomas Almquist, uh, who I never heard of before last week, uh, but got an email from a label goes by the name Be With Records that do a lot of cool vinyl reissues of some kind of lost, forgotten gems. And they are reissuing Thomas Almquist's 1979 debut album later in March. And so I listened to it from start to finish. It's all over the place stylistically, a lot of jazz and folk and kind of genre mixing that the album all over the place. A lot of it doesn't fit Pacific Notions, but the last track on the album is called Sortie. And it's just one of those absolutely sublime pieces that closes an album. And I'm such a big fan of finding tracks off albums that fit the show, where the album may not as a whole, but maybe the opening track or the closing track will fit Pacific Notions. And this is just like a perfect representation of an album that doesn't line up perfectly with Pacific Notions, but a track on the album does. So uh, it's just a beautiful song.
0: So before we get to Sortie, I just want to play one of the tracks that are off this album that definitely doesn't fit Pacific Notion. So here is the song Hot Fingers off of the uh, album, and I just want to play that really quick just to people get a sense of what else is on that album. Okay, so that's... Hot Fingers, and then here's Sortie. So that was Sortie by Thomas Elmquist, and I'm talking with Alex Ruder of Pacific Notions. What is the next song you want to share with us for Living Singles?
1: So The next track is a collaborative piece between an artist from right here in Seattle and then an artist in Melbourne, Australia. The artist from here in Seattle uh, goes by the name Party Store, real name Josh Mashniak, I believe, uh, but super talented local musician. He's Seattle-based now. He's actually from Michigan originally, but now, now in Seattle. He makes some wonderful kind of atmospheric guitar-based music and been a fan of his music that he's shared over the years, played some tracks on the show. He's a KXP fan, really likes specific notions. And uh, he heard a song by this artist in Australia, IKSRE, which means I keep seeing rainbows everywhere. It's the alias of Phoebe Dubar. She is a, a musician, violinist, vocalist, and sound healer. And a big fan of her and her music. I've actually worked closely with her. She put out a couple albums herself independently, self-releasing them. And uh, I was a big fan of those albums, supported them on the show, and ended up putting out a couple of her next releases on my uh, DIY label, Hush Hush Records. And through that connection, I.K.S.R.E. and Party Store, through Pacific Notions, ultimately, I think Party Store heard her music on, on Pacific Notions. They actually connected and started working on some music together. And it ended up being this beautiful eight-track album titled uh, Northwest and Southeast. That's kind of a nod to uh, where each of them are in the world. And it's just a song that I think is a wonderful representation of the type of music you might hear on Pacific Notions. And it's also representative of, I think, just how wonderfully collaborative uh, the ambient music world is, as far as artists just reaching out to each other out of pure fandom and respect for what they're doing and uh, just artists working together, throwing tracks back and forth to create something beautiful. I think every week there's some new collaborative release between one artist to just just artists working together. It's just a wonderful kind of collaborative community in the ambient world. So I just thought it was cool that this artist in Seattle connected with this artist in Australia, thanks to KEXP, and uh, it's a song called Believe, and it's just Uh, a gorgeous soaring track that combines both of their talents in a beautiful way.
0: That is so cool that they met uh, and made that connection through your show, Pacific Notions. And by the way, I mean, you had mentioned your DIY label, Hush Hush Records. I wanna hear a little bit more about that. I mean, you've been doing Hush Hush for, gosh, almost a decade now or more than now, is that correct?
1: Yeah, actually last August marked 10 years since the first Hush Hush release. So now over a decade in existence, and uh, yeah, there's uh, the quick backstory as I was doing a monthly DJ night here in Seattle in 2012 and I ran through 2013 as a monthly DJ night, also called Hush Hush, that was dedicated to this idea of night bus music, which is, a, a I thought, a fascinating concept at the time. It kind of described music that didn't have a specific genre, but it was just the type of music you'd want to listen to on your headphones while uh, being on a bus at night, like <laughs> traveling through the city. And so it was kind of this like loose concept of an idea. And uh having DJed at dance floor nights and, you know, aware of what's going on in Seattle, I thought it'd be interesting to do a DJ night dedicated to basically the opposite of dance music. And it was this night bus idea. So it was more like atmospheric, cinematic, kind of introspective, electronic focused music. But it could be rmb it could be folk, it could be ambient. It's like, kind of this wonderful idea that I was was a big fan of and A lot of the type of music I played on my overnight show that I did on KXP from 2009 to 2017 kind of fit this vibe At least I would dedicate some part of the show to uh, this type of music just because it felt perfect for the overnight show So I uh, did the DJ night and then wanted to put out a release by a local artist, Kid Simple as he was uh, had a debut album worth of demos and tried to help him find a label for it Wasn't successful in that endeavor, but it was one of those pivotal moments where I'm like, okay, I think I'm going to start a label to put this out because I really believe in it. And that's kind of been the the ethos of the label ever since, just kind of working with a lot of new artists that I think are making wonderful, wonderful sounds and trying to help support them and hopefully bring some more attention to their music, if possible.
0: And how many artists or, or albums are you releasing a year at this point?
1: So it's it's definitely fluctuated. Last year there was eight releases, but I want to say that was kind of the slowest year of Hush Hush in its 10 year existence, which was kind of predicated by life more life things happening with the birth of my uh, baby daughter uh, last month or last year. So it was a slower year in regards, but the last release I put out last year uh, in November was the 150th release on the label. So uh, there's been some busy years in that stretch. That's uh,
0: awesome. And, yeah. and congrats on on uh, being a new parent. Um, I am also in that club. Um, and, and then I was like, realizing like, oh my gosh, he's a DJ. He's a new parent. He runs a record label. Do you also have a day job on the side? I mean, how are you juggling all this right now?
1: I also do have a day job. Uh, in the music world as a, as a music supervisor.
0: Oh, that's so um, cool.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's a, kind of a bizarre job. It's working with brands basically to put together the playlists for what you hear in stores. So like when you walk into coffee shops, hotels, retail stores, like I'm helping put together those playlists in collaboration with the brands. So that's the day job. Currently off from the day job for a little bit longer being on the Washington Family leave right now. Oh,
0: Ooh, round of applause there. by the way yeah. for Washington Paid leave. That's how I took the majority of my maternity leave.
1: <laughs> a fantastic program. Uh, juggling it all, I don't, I just, I uh, love music. That's definitely been kind of a consistent thread in my life uh, for the last 20 years. Just super passionate about music and uh, just I've been able to find different ways to get to share it in uh, kind of wearing different hats, whether it be on KEXP. Uh, putting out music on the label or kind of help put together these unique playlists for uh for different brands across the world so i don't know sometimes i don't know how i juggle it all my wife sometimes doesn't know how i juggle it at all but uh doing my best to 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 do all the things in a way that makes the most sense and you know giving enough attention to to all the things definitely some of the music stuff has taken a back burner uh over the last couple of months that's for sure But, But the passion is still there that's for sure
0: I love it. Well, we've got one more song to talk about, and this is my favorite one that uh, you'll be bringing to the table. Uh, Tell me about this next track.
1: Yeah, this track was just the song I listened to the most in 2022. Favorite track of the year in a lot of ways for me. Uh, It's a track by No Such Thing. It features Juliana Barwick. It's titled Blue Hour. And uh, just been a huge fan of both of these artists for over a decade now. Played a lot of their music on my overnight show when I was doing the overnight Saturday morning shift at KEXP so it was wonderful to see them come together for this track and it just kind of, a lot of people have made the comparison to Massive Attack's uh, track Teardrop And there's definitely a lot of similarities from this track to the Massive Attack track, but there's something about this song that kind of goes beyond just sounding like a track and makes it entirely its own. And it's just, uh, it's just a beautiful track. I've listened to it so much, and it's kind of been a uh, just on repeat at home. So it's kind of become a song that I tie to being at home with our newborn and just trying to like make our space as wonderful and calm and beautiful as possible so just one of those tracks i wanted to share for this sound and vision segment because it's a beautiful track i think everyone should hear it and uh yeah favorite favorite song from last year
0: Thank you so much for um, sharing these songs with us and uh, talking about you and your life. And uh, if you want to tune into Pacific Notions, you can do so every Sunday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. here on KEXP. And if you miss it, it's always available on the archive at KEXP.org. Alex, thank you so much.
1: Yeah, thanks, Emily.